Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement that you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. Well, floated Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. basketball fans we are back with the posting up podcast here with jace zay and sean full crew on the on the docket for today um we're gonna be talking about some young teams we're gonna start off talking about two four seeds in their respective conferences the east and the west the grizzlies and the Cavs are both four seeds in the eastern and the western conferences respectfully the Cavs are more of a surprise. The Grizzlies are actually playing really, really well. They have 31 wins to only 15 losses. And then I believe the Cavaliers are around 27 and 18, so nine games above 500. Um, Sean, I'll start with you. I mean, first of all, which which of these teams are you more surprised by? And then second, which, which of these teams can have a real chance at making a legitimately deep playoff run? Um, I'm definitely more surprised by the Cavs. Uh, I don't think anyone expected this going into the year. Uh, in my preseason standings, I didn't even have them in the play-in, so definitely uh, surprising. But the way that Darius Garland has been playing has been excellent. Um, Evan Mobley and Jarrett Allen down low are obviously beasts. And they're doing it without Colin Sexton, who I think is their best player. So it's really impressive what they're doing. But um, I would have to go with the Grizzlies for a team I think could make a deeper postseason. Um, I think the Cavs' defense definitely plays – uh, in the postseason, but I I don't see them beating teams like the Bulls or the Nets, the Bucks, the Sixers. I just think it's uh, too deep at the top. Uh, and for the Grizzlies, I think that they could definitely beat up on some of the lower seeded teams uh, in the Western Conference. I think they run into trouble 
with teams like uh, obviously the Suns, Warriors, and Jazz. But I think they could definitely pull out a first round uh, win and then maybe even an upset in the second round, get to the <laughs> conference finals. But I think just the the star power that they have with Ja Morant, uh, I think is a legitimate MVP candidate. The way he's been playing has been phenomenal. Uh, they have an outstanding crew around him, uh, defensively and offensively. So I think they can make a deeper run, but I've definitely been more surprised with the Cavs. But these are both two young teams on the rise that um, could definitely both make some noise in the postseason. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, Zay, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll ask you about the Grizzlies. Um, obviously, like Sean mentioned, they're good. He thinks they could beat up on lower, lower seeds. Do, do you see any – Obviously, injuries and COVID this year have been crazy. Say a Golden State loses Clay Thompson or a Phoenix loses Chris Paul or a Utah loses a Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell. It, are With injuries, I mean, is, is this Memphis team like lined up if they're perfectly healthy and other teams are injured to, to be the best in the West? I think you're being disrespectful to the Grizzlies. Um, I actually don't think injuries would even be an issue. I think they can handle a lot of these teams. I think they've proven that in that 10-game win, win streak that they were just on. They even beat a team like the Golden State Warriors on that 10-game win streak, who now has Klay Thompson back and who is back at, I mean, almost full strength. So to say that, you know, you need injuries or some type of, you know, scenario that puts them in an advantage for them to win a uh, series, I don't think that's needed. I think this team is deep. I think they're a very talented team. Um like Sean mentioned before, John Morant is a pure star in this league, and he will be a star for years to come. Probably the biggest loss as a Knicks fan is that we didn't get the number two pick that year is because we've always needed a star point guard, and John Morant would have been that, and he has been every bit of that for that Grizzlies team. So uh, to say, do you know, do they need some type of handicap in order to win a series? No, I think this team can compete with almost any team in the West, especially when you look at what the West is. You're talking about the Jazz, the Nuggets, you know, the Suns, that's probably the top teams in the West. I think they – obviously, I don't think they'll beat those teams in the series, but I definitely do think they can give those teams a run for their money. But as far as the other teams, the mid-tier teams, I think they definitely could beat those teams with ease. You're, I'm like – I'm trying to even think about maybe like a Golden State, a Lakers that might sneak in there at the end. The teams that they I know they can beat, I'm not really worried about it. Jace, um Obviously, you're a fan of the Jazz. I'm going to talk about what about the Cavs scares me uh, Sixers-wise in the Eastern Conference. Grizzlies, I mean, are these guys making valid points? Are you, are you scared of the Grizzlies, or do you think the Jazz will be able to handle them in like a in a seven-game series? Well, I mean, I, I said it last year it, when the Cavs – I mean, when the, my bad, when the Grizzlies played the Jazz, I was never scared of the Grizzlies. They'll get going. I mean – Dylan Brooks played great that that one series. He played great, uh, but I mean, I, I do think that was uh, they turned the Grizzlies turned that little play and push and that little first game take from the Jazz. They turned that into something this year. That's something I thought the Hawks were gonna do uh, with Trey Young get uh, leading them to the Eastern Conference Finals. But no, John Morant has just continued rolling, gotten everything good. And, uh, I mean, it, it's really – when we're looking at both these teams, it's really interesting to me because they're both built completely different. I mean, obviously, the Cavs, they got the this these front court guys, the Evan Mobleys, the uh, the Jared Allens, the Kevin Loves, even Laurie Marketing 
is, is all right. I they've got these big guys and they're able to compete. And Darius Garland's playing great. But then on the opposite side, you got the Grizzlies with the, they got the great backcourt with uh, Bain, Brooks, and uh, Morant, and you do have Jared Jackson there too. But also, I mean, Valanciunas, I think switching Valanciunas for Steven Adams was big for that Grizzlies team. You got a guy who's not necessarily too, too big on the offensive end, but still gets it done defensively and rebounds. Uh, I think that's really big for the, a team that's as guard heavy uh, and as guard dominant as the Grizzlies are. So I, I do, I, I think the Grizzlies out of both these teams have the best chance to, and my, I don't want to see the Grizzlies again in the first round if I'm Utah because uh, I'm scared of them. Utah's looked terrible. They played terrible against the Lakers last night. It's disgusting. I'm upset. Uh, I don't want to see the Grizzlies right now. But I think if we're talking about – we still got a lot of season left. I think if there is between both these teams, anyone that is going to be still in the – Talks at the top of the league, their, their conference going into the playoffs is the is the Grizzlies though. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> um, what, what happened last night with the Jazz? Hold on, I'm sorry. What happened last night with the Jazz? I oh. missed it. What Dude, happened? They, Russell Westbrook yammed on Gobert's head. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to hear you it. Talk I, I know, so I just right now. You ruined they, it. They've won like two for the last ten. It's ridiculous. I'm upset. Oh, I know. Oh, I was gonna just mention. I mean, I think the Cavs match up really well with the Sixers. Uh, if we're going from that perspective, I think Mobley. Uh, while he probably won't be able to handle Joel Embiid, he can probably contain him. Mobley's a very, very good defender. Uh, very lengthy and very athletic for a guy who's seven feet tall. And then I think backcourt. They, I mean, without Simmons, the 76ers backcourt really isn't much. Um, they have obviously the advantage there. Maybe. Maybe even in the in the um, you know small forward power forward department in that um, that front court, uh, Tobias Harris he's been included in rumors for Ben Simmons trades, so you never really know. I, I'd say I'd be scared of the Cavaliers in a seven game series right now. That is until the Sixers deal Ben Simmons eventually, um, whenever that is, hopefully soon. Reports coming out that he's willing to sit the entire season. Not looking forward to that. Uh, I want I want something in return. And for trading Simmons and and Tobias Harris, come on, I want something great in return. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, I, mean, I got nothing else to say on that. Um, but yeah, those those two teams, young teams, looking really good, making their fans happy. Uh, obviously, two teams that have been in a hole for for quite a while. Cleveland since LeBron left and. Uh, since the grit and grind era ended in Memphis with, you know, Zach Randolph, uh, Marc Gasol, Mike Conley, all those cats, Tony Allen. Um, we're going to take a ad break right now. When we come back, we're going to give you guys our lock of the night and some games we're looking forward to coming up this week. Apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. 
Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com. Email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com or give him a call. 860-878-8730. All right. So uh, let's get to our best bets first. Uh, Jace, I'll go in reverse order this time. Why don't you hit me with what uh, what you're putting your money down on tonight? Or, or whether it be later this week. I'm going. I'm going tonight. And I'm going to go to big number Golden State minus 15 and a half against the Pistons. Pistons are gross, terrible. Uh, I, I think Golden State, they're just going to ball out. They've been playing well. Uh, I, I really want Clay Thompson to have that big, big, like I'm back game. This might be it. Pistons are struggling. So give me Golden State with all those points. Isaiah, uh, you betting on that game? Or you uh, only other team playing the night is the uh, Knicks? You betting on the Knicks? <laughs> well, that was a shocker because I actually was going to say the Golden State game, and I was actually going to take the Pistons in this game. Okay, money line or you're going to take the points? The points, the spread. Come on, plus 15. And not because mm-hmm. I think the Pistons are anything good, but because – Golden State themselves have been up and down, losers of the last three or their four, the last three or four games. So that could go either way there. So I wouldn't put all my money in the Pistons just get blown out in this game. But if you're looking at the Knicks and Timberwolves, I wouldn't touch the Knicks. My <laughs> team is dysfunctional right now. I wouldn't touch the Knicks. They're so unpredictable. They go on a you know, three-game win streak at home, and then they lose to a team that didn't have their best player, arguably. So it was kind of, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this team. So I wouldn't take the Knicks tonight, but. Uh, Sean, what about you? What do you got? That's what I'm going to go with. I'm... Oh, no. Yeah, sorry, Zay, I had to do it. But my two games on the slate tonight, uh, I didn't – Pistons-Warriors, I have – that's a lot of points. I don't know either way. So, I like the way the Timberwolves have been playing. They're another young team that uh, not on the same level as the Grizzlies and Cavs, but they've been on the rise. They're in the playing right now. Anthony Edwards has been tremendous uh, in the second year. Carl Anthony Towns, uh, after missing most of last year, has really stepped up. And like Zay said, the Knicks, you don't know where you're going to get from them night in and night out. Uh, they're on – They've been letting guys uh, score career highs left and right. Uh, Miles Bridges just did it yesterday. So um, you never know. Maybe Anthony Edwards drops a career high tonight with a a, like that. So I like the Timberwolves uh, by three here. Plus 35 on the money. Oh, that was was bloody there, Sean. (laughs) I mean, I mean. 
I just Anyhow. I saw the stat that there's a bunch of guys that have had career highs at the Garden this year. Uh, I don't know. Maybe MSG just doesn't have that same pull. Maybe Spike Lee's got to figure something out. He's got to start to get in guys' heads because guys are coming into the Garden and uh, they're just abusing the Knicks. So, Whew. wow. Um, oh, that was brutal. I, I, I did think that we won three in a row at home before that loss. <laughs> Relax. So you had yeah you had a stretch of wins now it's going to be a stretch of losses. We're in the east. We are in the east. There are six games that separates the first to the tenth spot. Anything can happen with a win streak. Don't I'm not worried about it. All right, we'll see if the Knicks can go on a win streak. That's that's six. We won three in a row. What are you talking? Yo, get this guy off the show, man. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe Um, Cam Reddish can help you. This isn't no boy. Uh. Look, hold on. What's wrong with Cam Red? At least my team is trying. The 76ers, what are y'all doing? What did the 76ers do? They could have got him for nothing. At least they would have got some offense, at least. They would have got some at least some outside shooting, at least. We got oh, him from Kevin. Shooting, we got him from Kevin Knox. <laughs> Who cares? Anyways, uh speaking of the Sixers, they've been disappointing me lately. Uh they were on a little hot streak, but they've dropped a few. Um, I'm gonna just start betting against them, and maybe that'll work. So I'm actually going to voluntarily want to lose my money. I am putting $5 on the Orlando Magic money line for tomorrow night. They are plus $6.50. Throw five down, win 40. So uh, if I'm sad and miserable because they lose to Orlando, I win money. But I will also be happy to pay $5 for a Sixers win. So... That's where we're at with that. Anyhow, that. that's the Joe Aguirre logic there. How do you how well, do you um, get your team? How do you put money up against your own team? I just won't anyhow, bet. I just gonna, won't bet. Gonna, I can't put money against by that. We're gonna get right to the uh, games we're looking forward to. We'll go and we'll go in reverse this time, Sean. Why don't you get me first? The Grizzlies and the Bucks. Um, I know we've been talking a lot of Grizzlies lately on this show, but uh, you can't deny the talent that they have. Uh, they beat up on the Bulls last night, so we'll see if they can go into Milwaukee and be uh, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, obviously defending champs. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I think the Bucks are going to want to bounce back after a tough loss yesterday to the Hawks, who have been underperforming. So expect a big day from Giannis. I think that he'll have a monster game. And um, John Moran always likes to get up for these big games. So I think he'll, he'll play really well, too. But this is definitely the one I'm looking forward to. Uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Not nationally televised, but uh, if you got League Pass or Stream, find a way to watch it because it'll be a good one. <clears throat> Zay, what about you? you looking forward to tonight at the Garden? No, Sean took my game, but um, there is another game. Um, it's definitely not in New York, but it features a New York team. It'll be the Nets and the Wizards. This for reasons of without Kevin Durant, Kyrie will now be playing because it's a away game. He should be allowed to play in D.C., even though he's not vaccinated. He should be allowed to play as an away game. And I think it'll be interesting to see how the Nets look without Kevin Durant and going forward. Especially, we don't know what that, you know, the extent of that knee injury. I obviously don't want to get too much into that because we're going to be covering it later. But I, I like to see what it looks like with, you know, with, with Kyrie out there. How that team, because obviously the fans are thirsty for Kyrie to play. They want him to play every game. Like They're calling for him to get vaccinated. So this will be interesting to see if they blow out, a, you know, a Wizards team who's been looking pretty promising this year you know obviously better than years before and obviously higher in the standings than my knicks so i can't talk crap about them but 
you know, I definitely want to see how this goes down because I don't think it's going to end well for Brooklyn, but it'll be interesting to see how this all goes as the season continues. Chase, what do you got for me? All right. I got big game Friday on ESPN. Bulls at Milwaukee. This is a big game for me betting-wise because early in the season, uh, I mean, before the season, uh, I came on the show. I said Chicago to win the Central Division plus 2,200. Why do you even bet 22,000? I don't know. Let's look. Huge odds. I bet it. Making some money off the Bulls. I'm not gonna be a. I'm not gonna be a wuss and cash out now. I'm gonna keep rolling for the rest of the season. It's only a two game lead on the on the Bucks and a one and a half game lead on the, the the Cavs. But the Bulls are playing great. Bucks, Giannis getting back in that MVP conversation. Yeah, I mean, uh, getting back in the form. They're on the upswing now. Just should be a great game Friday. Yeah. Um... A little unconventional here. Tomorrow night at 10.30, the Lakers take on the Pacers. I'm going to let you guys, whoever can guess it first, why I want to watch that game. Oh, LeBron versus, um, whatchamacallit? Uh, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. <laughs> yeah, Lance Stevenson. I was like, why would he pick such an ugly game to watch? <laughs> I always like it. I like it more for the meme. I doubt anything will happen, but <clears throat> you never know. I was going to say, LeBron trying to players from the Pacers that are on the trade block. It's about to be LeBron GM season coming up. Yes, LeBron will get a close look at uh, players he wants to steal. Um, Can we stop that narrative? LeBron doesn't have that much power. Can we stop that narrative, people? I think he does. What? No, I think he has the power to go out, you know, request certain players he wants, but I don't think he has the power to cut players and stuff like that. Come on. It's about people's futures, careers, and lives at stake. Like, like if LeBron yeah. closed my career, I'd be waiting for him at the end of the locker like, at the, the end of the game outside the locker room. Are you God. kidding me? I, I think before Rob Palinka makes any moves, he, he has to console with uh, LeBron first. Let me just say yes. that. Jesus, just give him the franchise. He'll he'll probably have, hey, he might be the first uh player owner and <laughs> Player owner, Jordan will be pissed. Oh my god! Oh, oh. Is that the, the, the thing you own the Hornets? Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways, that'd be cool to see. Uh, player owner. Um. Sean, that would certainly be interesting. Uh, James, we gonna run another ad? Uh. No, we got it. No? All right, we're going right into our final topic of the day. Kevin Durant, as uh, Zay mentioned, sprained his MCL down for four to six weeks, about a month and a half he's going to miss. People calling, like 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 uh, Zay mentioned, for Kyrie to get vaccinated so he can become a full-time player. He's only playing in road games um, that are not. Obviously, I think some of California, like Golden State area, San Francisco has a mandate, so he won't be able to play there. But – he is playing on road games. Like Zay mentioned, he will be playing tomorrow night in uh, Washington, D.C. I mean, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, that's a, that's quite a punch right there without Kevin Durant. But 
I don't know. Uh, this Nets team was was down Kyrie Irving uh, in last year's playoffs with his injury. They had Harden and Durant, which once again, that's a great duo to have, and they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. So you really wonder if this team needs all three to be successful. And um, they, they're sliding down. They've slid down to third place in the Eastern Conference. Um, you got to wonder, you know, just when, when it's a home game and it's just James Harden out there, can he do enough to keep this team afloat? in the standings or will they fall to a dangerous spot and have to play a Chicago or a Milwaukee in the first round? Um, Sean, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, do, do they need Kyrie Irving to, to kind of be a full-time player for this, for this team to be successful and not really lose too much traction? It would definitely help. Um, there's no way it would hurt because Kevin Durant is the best player in basketball. I believe, I think he's the best player on the planet. So Losing him for a big stretch here uh, is definitely going to hurt them. I th- you know, there's teams behind them that could definitely take advantage, like the Bucks and the Sixers. And I don't see um, the Bulls are going to be without Zach Levine for a little bit, so they might slip. But the Heat at the number two seed, I think they're only going to go up, especially since they just got Bam and Jimmy Butler back from injury. Uh, they've been playing hot, so I don't think there's any chance Nets have uh, a chance to get it to the one seed. Um, I think they need to be at full strength for this. So it, it definitely uh, depends on Kyrie Irving. I don't think he's going to get vaccinated. I, I think he's going to hold true with his stance. Uh, he said in a press conference last night that, you know, he's not going to budge just because, um, you know, the net fans want him to get vaccinated. But uh, unless New York City changes their guidelines, which I don't see uh, coming, especially with the new variant going around, I I don't think he's going to play home games at all this year. So uh, it, it's definitely going to hurt them because with only James Harden out there, they have a bunch of young players out there uh, with them that he has to rely on, and it's definitely going to hurt their chance. So I, I think they will slip. I don't think they'll slip to like a seven or eight seed because I think the bottom of the Eastern Conference is, is pretty weak. But they definitely could slip down to a five or six seed uh, without KD because he's obviously their best player, and they rely on him a lot. Uh, Zay, you mentioned last like um, segment that – uh, they obviously do need Kyrie Irving uh, at the home games. You think James Harden's a good enough player to carry this team by himself? <laughs> yeah, go put me on a spot like that. James Harden's a great player, obviously a Hall of Fame player. Um, but to carry this team at this age, no, he can't do it alone by himself. He has way too many miles. We know James Harden for all the years he's played and all the amount of games he's played, and we all know that leads to injuries, which it always ends up leading to it at the end of the season with hamstring situations, similar to last year <clears throat> and the year before with the Rockets. So I, I don't think alone James Harden could do it just because of his age and the amount of miles he has on his body from the amount of years of playing. I think they do need some form of Kyrie or KD with him in order for this to happen because there's just not enough on the roster outside of James Harden to get the job done. Obviously, Blake Griffin, you look at Blake Griffin, he's basically disappeared. We don't see much of him on the Nets team anymore. So, honestly, I don't know where that extra scoring would come from if it's just James Harden, if I'm being honest. Uh, Jace, do you on the same page as these two guys, or you kind of think that um, <clears throat> Harden's got a little more of that, you know, solo star power left that he can lead this team to, a, um, I wouldn't say the best record in the East, but to kind of keep them afloat in the top four? No, I think if any of them like – Kevin Durant is one of the best players in the world. Don't get me wrong here. But if anyone were to do okay solo on the Nets, I think it would be James Harden because of his playmaking ability, 
I mean, we know he can go out there and score. All, all three of these guys can go out there and score. But uh, Harden can get other guys involved a lot more. I mean, he, he averaged a triple-double this season. So, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a beast. He, he's done this stuff before in Houston. So, I don't see why he can't, especially just for like four to six weeks with Kevin Durant out. The, the, the thing is, is they do need Zay, – Zay's been emphasizing this ever since Kyrie's come back. You need to – they need to get home court advantage. They need that one that one seed. They, they need that for the playoffs with Kyrie, even though uh, they, I, I do think by that time it could be completely different. Kyrie might be able to play in home games, but we don't know what the future holds. So let's go. Uh, so I think they really do need to get that push. And I think James Harden has the ability to. I don't see why he can't. But uh, it is going to be hard. It's going to be very hard. But I think James Harden can keep them at least above the top four. For the record, I said they don't need home court advantage. It doesn't <clears> work in their favor. They they need to play without home court advantage. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Kyrie can't play home games, so they would need <laughs> you. If you're in a game seven, you want your best team out there. It has to be away. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he's not getting vaccinated. It's just not happening. It's no, it, it won't happen. Um, <laughs> and that is what it is at this point, I guess. Um, so, on that note, I think um, I think that'll do it for our show today. Um, we'll see, obviously, what happens with the Kevin Durant injury, how he progresses. Uh, maybe he'll be back sooner than expected, but. You never know with injuries, they can linger. There can be setbacks, um, and hopefully that's not the case for him because one thing that people did say last year was, you know, the Nets were at full strength, so we don't know who they really could have been. But um, hopefully they'll be full strength for the playoffs so they can lose um, a, uh, games, a home game for Game 7. Anyways, <laughs> um, that's it for all of us today, uh, a little earlier today than usual. Um most likely be back normal time next week, Tuesday at 5. Uh, for Jace, King Zay, and Sean Scanlon, this has been Lucas Bullduck and the Posting Up Podcast of CNG Network. Peace. Peace. Sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.